One day, a young woman went to her mother and told her about her life and how things were so hard for her. She was depressed and wanted to give up. She was tired of fighting and struggling. It seemed that as one problem was solved, a new one arose. So her mother took her into the kitchen. She filled three pots with water and placed each one on a high fire. Soon the pots came to a boil and in the first she placed carrots. In the second pot she placed some eggs and in the last she placed ground coffee beans. She let them sit and boil without saying a word. After 20 minutes she turned off all the burners, then fished out the carrots and placed them in the bowl, put the eggs out in another bowl and poured the coffee into the last bowl. Turning to her daughter she asked, Tell me, what do you see? The young woman replied, Carrots, eggs and coffee. The mother brought her clothes and asked her to feel the carrots. She did and noticed that they were soft. She then asked her to take an egg and break it. After pulling off the shell, she observed the hard-boiled egg. Finally, she asked her to sip the coffee. The daughter smiled as she tasted its rich aroma. The daughter then asked, What does this mean, mother? Her mother explained that each of these objects had faced the same adversity, boiling water, but they reacted differently. The carrots went in strong, hard and unrelenting. However, after being subjected to the boiling water, it softened and became weak. The egg had been fragile, its thin outer shell had protected its liquid interior, but after sitting through the boiling water, its inside became hardened. The coffee beans were, however, unique. After they were in the boiling water, they had changed the water. Which are you? The mother asked her daughter. When adversity knocks on your door, how do you respond? Are you a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean? Think of this. Am I the carrot that seems strong, but with pain and adversity do I wilt and become soft and lose my strength? Or am I the egg that starts with a malleable heart, but changes with the heat? Do I have a fluid spirit, but after trauma, breakup, or financial hardship, my shell looks the same, but on the inside, I am bitter, sad, and my spirit changed forever? Or am I like the coffee bean? The bean changes the hot water, the very circumstance that brings the pain. When the water gets hot, it releases the fragrance and flavor. If you are like the bean, when things are at their worst, you get better and change the situation around you. When the hours are the darkest and the trials are their greatest, do you elevate to another level? How do you handle adversity? Are you a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean? Hi, my name is Vramdi and I was a regular guy until life threw me a curveball. Push Reset is my home run in response to that curveball. It is the survival's toolkit to cope with anxiety, depression and an unfulfilled state of mental well-being. I am on a quest to continuously optimize my mental health and live my best life. It is my hope that you join me on this journey and be the best of you. Wow, what a month, what a year, 
who even knew like this was totally unprecedented i keep on saying that in times of despair it's imperative that we constantly remember to see ourselves beyond our current circumstance in fact to be honest we have no option in this particular circumstance you see i know for sure that situations that cause despair are always temporary and have to end at some point and i'll tell you one of my personal mantras is all of this is finite there's always an end i mean i say that to myself especially when i'm in the middle of a difficult situation but one thing I know is I think it's important for us to use perspective to change negative scenarios into a gift. So let me explain. Everything that happens provides you with a point of view, either as the person directly in that situation or as an onlooker. And you know, when we're directly affected, we tend to throw a lot of logic to the wind and almost all the time act purely out of emotion. But when we are the bystander, if you've noticed, we tend to have the, oh, thank God it's not me feeling. And please, don't even sound like you don't have that feeling. In fact, most times, we tend to color it with a self-liberating statement such as, ah, that person is stronger than me, so he probably or she probably will cope better than I, I would. You know, but what I think in, in general is that in all of all these things, in all the stuff that's happening, especially what's happening in the world today, I, I believe it's important to find ways to claw back our happiness. Um, when these kinds of things happen. And as a result of that, I have four um, tips for you. So the first tip is, by all means, experience all the emotions, but do not wallow. And I'll tell you this. So I've learned that, and this is from personal experience, I've learned that experiencing the full spectrum of emotion lets you let everything out. So be vulnerable. Be a bearded fellow or the hardest soldier on earth or, you know, the most unemotional being. I think it's important to be vulnerable and if possible, just cry. You know, speak about what you're feeling. Let it all out. Don't be an egg, you know. In fact, one way to do this is to practice acceptance. So if you're in a situation, don't suppress the emotions. Accept what has happened to you regardless of how you feel about it. But most importantly, remember to feel. That brings me to my second tip. The second tip is draw the line. So now you've experienced these emotions, you now have to draw a line with the emotions and chart the way forward. There is really no need to dwell in those emotions, you know. And I think I must have said this before, but let me say it again. Life is not going to be rosy all the time. Newsflash. The quicker you accept it and deal with insulating yourself, the better for your recovery. You see, we'll all experience hurt, loss, and sadness at some point in our lives. But that is life. What I guarantee though, and I can guarantee this, is the ratio of good times to bad times is usually higher. But that statistic, it is all in your hands. If life truly is easy for you all the time, you will never grow. And if, if you're listening to me now and, and haven't grown as a result of challenges, then you, or think you haven't grown as a result of challenges, then you should just sit back and think through. There is no way. You know, even teeth, when teeth are coming out, you have to, especially from um, when you're, uh, maybe when there's a, ch a child is about six or seven, you know, and they begin to lose, or from five, between five and seven, they start losing their teeth, you know. The, the old, you, you see the old gives way to the new, and there's some discomfort. In fact, when the teeth, the, or the tooth, the first tooth falls out, there's usually some blood. That's discomfort, but you see, that's growth, you know, so, so there's always some push. 
But the truth is, these difficulties present opportunities for growth. And one of the biggest mistakes most people make when confronted with failure or negative experiences is that they don't look for the positive in the negative. There is value in every experience, whether it's positive or negative. It's up to you to analyze the situation and create an opportunity to turn that negativity into a gift. Thirdly, be responsible. So I saw a very interesting article when I was, you know, doing some reading for this podcast. And it's an article from Brian Tracy. And yes, you heard me right, doing reading. You have to read for these things, yeah? Um, so take responsibility for yourself. That's what the, the article is about. Um, and he says, take responsibility for yourself, your reactions, and your situation. And you may be thinking, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. COVID-19 is not my situation. You know, how can I be responsible for what other people did? I understand that. But in every situation, whether it involves you directly or not, you are at least partially responsible for how things will turn out. So, same pandemic as an example. You had nothing to do with it. You were not involved at all. You were not in Wuhan or wherever it may have come from. But you're still responsible for how you respond to it. Fearful, anxious, or hopeful. Choose one. But remember, like I said at the beginning, these things are finite. So, to the last tip for you. Finally, it is what it is. <laughs> I got this while reading on this subject as well on the Tiny Buddha website. Please remove fair, the word fair, F-A-I-R, from your vocabulary. As kids, or as, you know, when you're growing up, we're all about fair. You took my toy, it's not fair. You said you buy me this, it's not fair. I had that first, it's not fair. Why did this happen to me? It's not fair. Why, why always me? It's not fair. And you think that by going through all those not fair moments in life, we would learn early on that life is not fair. But instead, we cling on to how we think things should be. Hard work should be rewarded. Kindness should be reciprocated. And then when things don't work out that way, we feel angry at the world and bad for ourselves. Sometimes I, need to, sometimes I, I deliberately need to pinch myself when I start to feel unnecessary emotions, especially emotions that dwell around self-pity. And I, and I try to step out of my body and say, or out of my, my, my you know, state of mind and say, you know, this way you're feeling doesn't even make sense in the first place. You know, what I know is feeling outraged about life's injustice won't change the fact that there are things that are often beyond your control. So my advice to you is when you start going on an unfair spiral, you know, remind yourself it is what it is and then choose a reaction with the way you'd like your world to be. That's all, folks. Um, before I end, I would like to say my heart goes out to all of the people struggling today with loss, grief, anxiety, and fear. And if there's one thing I want to leave you with, it's, it's very simple. This is finite, and it will end. You know, now, on a positive note, just to round up, I'd like to tell you about Project ARC. It's a crowdsourced and community-delegated food distribution initiative founded by a wonderful group of people to feed vulnerable persons and communities in Lagos, Nigeria, during the pandemic and afterwards. So please, find time to visit www.theprojectarc.com.ng to donate and partner stay safe people and trust me we'll get through this 
thank you once again for taking time out to listen to the Push Reset podcast. You can listen to other episodes in this series by visiting the website www.pushreset.online. Peace out. Peace out.